Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Easy Mojo Podcast. Today we have our special guest, Drew Rath. Uh, I am Brian Gilronan, BG. Daniel Peterson here. Introduce Drew. He is the founder of the Tuba Baking Company. He is a specialist, the only, as far as we know, specialist of Swabian pretzels in the Cincinnati area. So we're going to hear about what those are. I had no idea what Swabian pretzels were mm-hmm. before about a half hour before the show. Right on. <laughs> it was very exciting, even though Jeff sent our research out about three weeks ago. So <laughs> thank you, everyone. So Drew, say hello. Tell us about uh, about you. Yeah. Hi. Um, well, I'm currently just making pretzels a whole lot. <laughs> That's majority of how I'm spending my time. Pretzels is life. Yeah. Yes. Pretzels is life. Yeah. Well, how? Uh, let me let me backtrack. So we know you came to us, um, well, of course, because you're a creative person and doing your own thing in, in Cincinnati here. But mm-hmm. uh, we came to know you through Jeff, correct? Yes. Jeff, the sound man. Mm-hmm. How did that relationship begin? Uh, he grew up with uh, my wife, and our parents went to church together. Nice. So I growing know. up in the same community. Southgate shout outs here. Oh, yeah. yeah. We love that Southgate incubator. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> what uh when when did you get into baking? Uh let's see, probably about seven or eight years ago. And it was just more or less just me figuring out how to make bread just because it seemed like a, a crazy challenge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And uh, so I decided to go on with, like, sourdough from the get-go just to try to make it harder for no reason. And, uh, <laughs> a challenge. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so I used to go down to uh, Shadow Breads over in OTR. Oh, yeah. Shadow. Yeah, I love Shadu. that place, yeah. man. And, uh, and so I would just go there and kind of pick the owner's brain and uh, bought my first chunk of starter from him and uh, and pretty much just kept doing research and just doing it whenever I had a little bit of free time. And, mm-hmm. yeah, just kind of evolved from there. And, hmm. Okay, so that's your passion right now. What? Where were you prior to um, doing your own business? Were you at? Um, you were a sous chef, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, was sous chef at University Club of Cincinnati. Okay, uh, mm-hmm. what? What is that? It's a private club for incredibly wealthy people. Ooh, private. Yeah. Uh, All right. Yeah, they would have like you know different presidents or people campaigning for stuff. They would have mm-hmm. hold like private events there and. And we'd feed those people all for the university and, kind of thing. Well, no, I'm, sometimes it was. Sometimes we'd have people from UC, but originally the name started from I guess way back when, when I guess not a lot of people had college education. They mm-hmm. wanted a place where all the people that had that education to be able to gather and kind of be able to talk amongst each other. I guess hang and in their ivory yeah, tower. Exactly. Lovely. That's yeah. that's wow. great. Yeah, <laughs> it was definitely a strange environment for me personally. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Right High on. pressure stuff, I imagine, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they, yeah. they like their uh, fancy French food. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> How did you get there in the first place? I'm just curious. What was uh, the, the road there? So uh, I went to school for sound, but okay. then couldn't find work because it was like 2008 I graduated and basically nobody uh, was hiring. Recession, so, yes. Yeah, I just started getting jobs forever and then uh, started getting into food mm-hmm. pretty mm-hmm. intensely just because there were jobs for that, and mm-hmm. I liked it a lot, and... Um, just kept meeting the right people. Eventually I found the chef of the university club. He had just come on as their executive chef, uh, chef Frederick Manier mm-hmm. and, uh, just a good friend of mine. And he was like, come on, I'll, I'll teach you everything I know. Okay. And so just basically went under his wing and became wow. his apprentice and then worked my way up to sous chef under him. And okay. yeah. 
Did you do wow. any baking while you were in that capacity? No, he didn't okay. really like my style of baking. Oh. It was, uh, everything was <laughs> too dense for him. I, the huh. French, I just don't think, like, Americans' style. Hardy, German, but, anything. Yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. Okay. All right. Huh. I feel that. <laughs> so and, what, 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 why the pretzels over, like, uh, bread or whatever, you know? Well, originally I was planning on pursuing bread. I don't know. It was weird. It was kind of just a strange organic thing. So... Essentially, I uh, went to Fireside Pizza after hours when they would close. Mm. One of my friends owned it, and he was like, just as soon as they're done, you can just clear out, clear all the coals out of the oven and then throw your bread in there and do whatever you want. So really? we would just go there, me and a, a friend who used to work at 16 Bricks, Andrew, mm-hmm. and uh, we would he would show me a bunch of different recipes he had learned from 16 Bricks. Like uh, we would do ciabattas mm-hmm. and uh, baguettes and... Mm what else brioches and stuff like that and uh so yeah it just kind of became a thing people started staying late afterwards and drinking and hanging out and eating bread and stuff and and like fireside after hours kind pretty of much thing. yeah okay and when, guys, where is real quick where is fireside they're in uh, walnut hills on walnut hills. McMillan, i believe okay yeah. so they're a local yeah. pizzeria yeah yes local beer all that's the awesome. all the stuff yeah cool that's great how did you get in with those folks uh just so mike marshman the owner mike marshman the owner uh he had worked with my brother-in-law, Aaron Whitehead, for years together. And so I just kind of got to know him through that. And, uh, and we became good friends. And then he was preparing to sell it. Okay. And then he moved over to Catch a Fire over at Mad Tree. And then mm-hmm. basically him and some other people from Catch a Fire came over one night and were like, do you want to come make pretzels for us? And I was like, yeah, sure. I'll, like, if mm-hmm. I can do it after hours, like, once I put my kids to bed, mm-hmm. we could probably make that work. So I came over there. They basically paid me to figure out a good recipe for pretzels and uh, came up with one and started making it for them. And then mm-hmm. as I was doing it, I wanted to make a sourdough one. I was like, my, I felt mm-hmm. like I needed to go in that direction. And uh, as that was happening, I um, had also been doing lots of genealogy i've always been really obsessed with it mm-hmm. and uh, i'd found out i've known for a while that my family was from the so it they say it's schwabian which i, I want to make sure schwabian? I say schwabian schwabian mm. and uh so that's the area next to bavaria it's okay, uh, okay. In, in between uh france and switzerland so they're a little more influenced by that we've heard a lot uh, about bavarian everything in in cincinnati right I so mean, bavarian pretzels yeah. and i mean that's really the know, only ones yeah. people know of but Oktoberfest right. on right. and on yeah the reason that uh that bavaria became such a quintessential american thing and cincinnati thing is because after world war ii basically all of german culture was like eliminated from america right like if you yeah. were german you were just mm-hmm. supposed to become american yep. stop don't cooking talk stuff don't yeah. talk about it and so like uh, most things just kind of disappeared from that from that generation and mm-hmm. then when it came back around like the 70s and so it uh was mostly brought back as a bavarian thing because they were more of a i don't know like German Less Catholic. intimidating thing, yeah, because yeah, yeah. they were right. big, jolly, happy, lots of crazy foods, not beer. Yeah. trying to conquer the world. Exactly. Yes. So yes. That, that was kind of how it came back in. Beer, so. not guns. And, Hooray! And Schwabia was always kind of a weird place too, because that's where like the first car was invented. Albert right. Einstein was from there. Oh wow! Uh, there's they just have a lot of engineering boshes from hmm. there. Like uh, it's it's a very, uh, I think, too intelligent of of. Um, uh, that's what they're sort of represented by is mm-hmm, because of mm-hmm. that. So I think it was mm-hmm. a little bit too intimidating of a thing to bring back. Okay. Hmm. But the original pretzel we actually had in Cincinnati back in the 1700s, a man from Baden-Württemberg 
came over and brought the Schwabian pretzel, and that was actually the first pretzel that we had in this city. Oh, we so we started with Schwabian. Yeah. Schwabian. They, yeah. Sorry. Oh, you're good. You're you mess say this up. I, I Sorry, listeners. I usually say just because I want to mess this up. I don't want to, you know, like force, you sure. know, you know. You're good. Another, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but that's yeah. what we, yeah, that's the pretzel that we had first. Yeah. Weird. And then it kind of, yeah, evolved. Because, like, Bavarian Schwabia had always kind of been at odds at who created it, who's oh, better. Right. And so it was like... Uh-huh. Kind of that kind of thing. So then when I kept seeing everybody in the city was more or less Bavarian style, I was like, well, I mean, I'm from complete Schwabian heritage almost. Mm-hmm. Like, I might as well be the one to bring it back, I guess. And so, yeah, that's kind of where I spent a lot of my time. I was just going through hundreds of recipes in Schwabian, mm. which was really frustrating because of the fact that it's uh, all Schwabian is a different language than German almost. Oh, wow. They mm. only speak about 40% of the same dialect. Huh. So <laughs> to try to translate stuff through that you have to like find somebody who's wrote down the words another book and then go through those yeah. so is this like Damn. a yeah. like the basque region of germany as far as different language different kind uh, of separate kind of yeah they've always been cut off because they have like so france is on one side and, and a lot of the alsace Lorraine area which is like uh, on the other side of mm-hmm. the black forest next mm-hmm. to france yeah they were always kind of very French. And then the area next to that, which is the Württemberg area, they were always very cut off because they had mountains on one side right. and isolated. So yeah. they were just like, they were hardworking farmers. They, you know, just ate a lot of rice, spelt, had a lot of like Roman influence from their history of Rome okay. conquering it. So okay. there's like some Italian, pasta and yeah. stuff like that. And yeah. Wow. Interesting. That's cool. I never, I never knew any of this. Seriously. Yeah. And did, did you have any, like, family recipes for this pretzel? Or no, you had to find, out, find yeah. it all yourself? So huh. it was more or less what I have right now is kind of a a median of mm. a, the amount of percentages that most people would put into them over there. I kind of came up with my own versions, though, because most places, like, over there anymore, it's just going to be a white flour, more or less, just because that's what people are so used to. But historically, it would have been spelt and rye. Because those are the grains that they were able to grow there. So that's why I incorporate rye and spelt into there. And it also, because my ancestors for almost, I don't know, eight, nine hundred years or something like that were all millers. And they just milled Mm. rye and spelt. Mm. So I was like, well, I definitely got to incorporate that in. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. (laughs) What, so what exactly is a Schwabian pretzel? Just because I have, Uh, I honestly, I read about it on the um, local news channel um, interview you did. WCPO, but yeah. I mm-hmm. still can't quite conceptualize. Like, what is it? I should have brought some. I'm sorry, guys. Oh, um, you're fine. I can see it on your shirt. <laughs> oh yeah, which yeah. Looks so, awesome. Yeah, and a tattoo too. But, oh, there you oh, go. So oh, you're nice. all in. Yeah, yeah. Your shirts are pretty baller, man. I gotta say, <laughs> I should have brought some baking. of those too. Yeah, man. man. I'm bad at this. All right. Um, <laughs> so essentially, it's like the arms are gonna go to the side. Okay. Um, and then the arms are gonna be skinnier than the belly. If you will, sure. Uh, like the main, and so the belly drag. part is going to be split open with a knife, whereas in Bavaria they're going to let it split everywhere on its own when it bakes. Oh, okay, so this is more, more or less control. control. It's going to mm. look more uniform. It's you know, so it's it's just a different style. But hmm. usually they're going to have a higher water water uh, amount in them or mm-hmm. the hydration, and uh, they're also going to have a higher fat content as well, which. Traditionally, it would have been lard and butter, but I didn't think lard would go over too well here, so I just... Oh, yeah, of... I, I don't know. You never know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. But I, feel, uh, I appreciate you looking out for, you know, the general population. Yeah, it's a little, no a little healthier. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> it is an 83% butter fat, though, to European oh. style, slow churn. So, it's, uh, yeah. you know, it's, it's, 
It is what it is. It's hefty. Right, yeah. That's good. Goes good <laughs> with <laughs> beer, cheese, mustard. Absolutely. Beer. Yeah. yeah. All those things. But yeah, we also, and the one thing I try to do too is I, I tried a lot of other dips like the baking soda, baked baking soda, which are like the things it's kind of become the American way of doing the pretzels just because it's mm. quick. It's way right. less dangerous. So, but I, I go full lie just because I want that deep, rich pretzel flavor, which Authentic, you really yeah. get from that lie. Like there's not mm. really another way to do it. That's cool, man. Yeah. Do you, so do you, where, where is the product made? Are you doing this out of your home kitchen? Are I have you a, in... a kitchen right now in Covington. It's on Pike okay. street and I do everything out of the back of house there. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. eventually it's going to have a front of house that people can come into and eat. Okay. That's exciting. Yeah. That's awesome. We'll get, we'll get to that a little bit later about yeah. your brick yeah. and mortar. Cause I know that was a, uh, you were working out of Newport's. Yes. I was in the um, kitchen there. And what is that? Uh, it's an amazing place. It's, it's awesome. I mean, it's so Rachel, I'm going to butcher your name, Rachel. I'm sorry, but Rachel DeRose shares. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Grateful Grams. Yes, good people. exactly. We love so, them. Yeah, yeah she's awesome. amazing. Her yeah. and uh, James, they, so they... Um, They're great people. They yeah. are. They're, They're really amazing. good people. Yeah. And so basically they've formed this kitchen mm-hmm. and it's like just tons of tables, tons mm-hmm. of appliances and things to make pretty much anything you want out of it. And you're just like submerged in all these other people that are all trying to make this, oh, wow. you know, their dream come to life wow. and it's uh it's a very fulfilling place to be like it's it's mm. i don't know it's it's an amazing place like i totally would have stayed there if i could have okay. but I, it's, I i felt like i needed to evolve into sure my own to thing. Grow. but what's yeah. funny is the place what? i ended up moving into is where rachel started her whole process oh, in, wow. which i did not know that going that's into wild. wow that's amazing so yeah. you started out home kitchen doing it you know in at, at, at your house and yeah. then went to newport mm-hmm and then now you're... Well, actually, I started at Catch a Fire, making them there. Right. Oh, okay. And then I went yeah. to Newport Incubator because I wanted to... I had people that wanted to buy my sourdough version, but I mm-hmm. didn't really want to utilize their kitchen for that. Sure. Just because they have so many other things going on mm-hmm. there. So, basically, yeah, found that place, and it was just a perfect fit. Now, you say... So, with Catch a, so you're working out of Catch a Fire and uh, out of... In Oakland. Um, in, you know, in, in the Mad Tree. Yeah. Yeah. So Matry, we've you know we've talked about different local brewers on the show, and that was is one of them. Was that their first version when they were in that small warehouse, or is the new one in their big? It was in the new one. They the, the they big were space. pretty new. I think it might have been within the first year that I okay. got there. Okay. And uh, yeah, it was it was pretty cool, and it was funny because I'd always be there later than everybody, so it would right. just be like this massive, intimidating <laughs> building, all like lights out, all <laughs> yourself. Yeah. They usually like leave me with like a pitcher of beer, so I'm just like, all right, this is a good time. But then I swear, it's just you and the brewers, yeah, working away. Yeah, I didn't even see them though because we're like on the far other end. But you were just by yourself at this point. No, no employees. Uh No, no. I just recently actually started getting employees. So yeah, it's wow, just been me. Yeah, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that just blows my mind that you were work. You know, you you just happened to be. You know, you made a connection at Fireside, Mm -hmm. and then the Catch a Fire guys just happened to go there Mm -hmm. one night. Yeah, and then you started collaborating from there. Yeah, I mean, that's that's good. Yeah, and then you (laughs) landed that network at the incubator kitchen. Oh yeah, that Um, was extensive. Yeah, yeah, how long were you there? uh, I think a little over a year. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'd say maybe. Wow. Yeah, I don't know. My judgment of time is bad but yeah no, somewhere around you. there right yeah yeah sometime long ago yeah. yeah yeah right that's awesome man thank you yeah you're i think i also saw in that article that not just so are you still producing for catch a fire yes. are you still tied in with them yeah. so 
So like, they what have, else is in your network? Mm-hmm. Uh, so Catch a Fire has our original recipe, which that's theirs. Proprietary. And, yeah. So it's that's never cool. going it's, away. It's a yeast recipe, so it's it's uh, instant yeast. It's okay. it's you know it, it's much fluffier. It's more related to the Philly style pretzel, which most Americans associate with pretzels when they have a soft one it's usually that philly style mm-hmm. well, except for the shape because their shape's pretty wild but my my shape is kind of similar to that as well i did a, a figure eight so to speak with mm-hmm. that sure but then um so the first place that started buying our sourdough was uh queen city brewery up in blue ash which they just closed down r.i.p i know sad face yeah. and then um so then urbanstead cheese and uh oh Evanston, yeah they started buying us and then from there bauer downtown with uh, mm-hmm. Chef Jackson Rouse, they started buying ours, and then um, where did we go from there? Uh, Nine Giant Brewery up in uh, Pleasant Ridge. Oh yeah, Damn. shout out, shout yeah. out, yeah. love that place. Oh, I love that place. It's so yeah. good. And then Share Cheese Bar, which is right around the corner from there. Oh Pleasant yeah, Ridge, they they started buying ours as well. Okay, you got yeah. the the cheese producer market almost locked yeah, down, man. man. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, and uh, then we got the let's see. Fireside Pizza started carrying our sticks recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, Streetside Brewery over on um, uh, Columbia Tusculum, they started oh, yeah. carrying them recently. Another, yeah, another local brewery. Look at yeah. you, man! And then we're getting ready to start selling to Westside Brewery next week. Okay, so this is the first announcement of that. Hey, hey, everybody! Uh, hey, um, get ready, Westside. <laughs> yeah, it's the first place on the West Side too. That's so. awesome. There you go. Well, I guess in the far West Side, we also have 1860 Tap Room, which is in Harrison. Okay, yeah, it's an amazing place. And then. Uh, Trying to remember anybody else. There are other. People. That's a good problem to have. Yeah. You can't remember. Drew, that's, I had no idea. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, the the most info I had was was that the, again that WCPO article. But I had no. How did you make so many connections to all these places? You just yeah, that's kind of like yeah, spots. that's what I'm interested in. It was in. just wild, more or less. Just I think having a um, an artisan pretzel because mm-hmm. I mean, like for some people that would contact me, they'd be like, oh my gosh, yeah, like I want an artisan pretzel, and then I'd tell them my prices, and they're like, this isn't like comparable to what mm-hmm. I can get at Restaurant Depot, like price wise. So I don't want. It's that. like, well, you wanted our. Tisnial. Right. Yeah. So, right. so more Depot. or less, just like one out of every you know three people I talk to, they're mm-hmm. like, I yeah, that's what I want. I want a handcrafted sourdough pretzel that's you know everything by hand, and mm-hmm. and they appreciate that. And so those people, I think, because of I mean, I try to do as consistent as possible. I try to make it as I'm always trying to evolve the recipe to make it better. Mm-hmm. So I mm-hmm. think I think people appreciate that when they really truly love a pretzel. Yeah. Yeah. For real. I mean, the, and the, it seems like... So how did you connect with all those different people? They, they right. find, They're More finding you at this point? Instagram. Uh, oh. Really? Yeah, Instagram has been a huge thing. Like, I've gotten to connect with a lot of bakers in the city. Okay. And to meet a lot of people like that. Uh, breweries, I guess, would just more or less just stumble across, I guess, maybe a pretzel picture and be like, oh, who's oh, this I like guy? That. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just, it's kind of been a really beautiful thing. Because, yeah. I mean, at this point, there's 60-some breweries in town. Yeah. I mean, it's almost like... Where do you draw the line, right? If so many, if I mean seriously, like if if you want to open your storefront mm-hmm. and still right. maintain all these contacts, I mean, keeping up with businesses sounds like it would be a little bit of a challenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it is. That's why I'm trying to get uh, employees right now, just because like <laughs> yeah. more or less it's been me and friends here or there, like mm-hmm. you know that'll come by and drink some beer and make some pretzels with me. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. now it's kind of becoming a thing where I'm there every single night, you know. And several days a week, trying to make sure everybody gets the pretzels that they want. Yeah, yeah. right. Mm-hmm. And That's now you got to teach 
people your ways, huh? Yeah, that's How kind of the that? funny thing, yeah, too. That's going to be interesting. Pretzels right? are kind of a, a difficult thing as well. Like a lot of the bakeries in the city that I've talked to, they don't really want to make pretzels. Pretzels are kind of a pain in the butt. Okay. Because mm. you usually don't get a lot of money for it, and it takes mm. a lot more motions and specific motions than other breads. Right. So it's kind of... You can't have a machine just do that. I mean, you can, but which that's funny because we but went over... But it's not an artisan thing, right? It's, yeah. It's, right. it's funny because, like, I don't know, we went over to Germany and most of them were <clears throat> having machines make them just oh. because they had to make so many of them. Okay. But it's 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 kind of a funny thing. Like, uh, they, they're forced over there to do so many different kinds of breads. Yeah. And they have to go through school for at least three years to legally sell baked goods what? in the country. So it's kind of a... It's a different climate when it comes to how they're able to do that. But most places that want to open a bakery, they expect you to offer, you know, 30 plus different mm-hmm. types. Really? You know? yeah. so, like your standard bakery, like if you're not yeah. making three types of, or 30 types of bread. And yeah, it's kind of just like, I mean, you can do it, but like it's it's probably not going to be as, you're not going to make as many people happy, wow. I guess. So mm-hmm. there's there's very few people that are just focused on one thing or a couple things, mm-hmm. and like I even talked to the bakers over there, and they're like, I wish I could just focus on a few things and Seriously. just do them really well. Yeah. Instead, I have to you know spread out so thin everywhere. So yeah. like I, I feel like that's kind of the beautiful place that I'm in is that like we're in a good time and a good place where people are good with a person who just wants to do a niche thing mm-hmm. or niche right. and uh, yeah. yeah and yeah it's kind of where I'm at I guess. Yeah. You said you were over in Germany for a while. What was, uh, when was that? How'd that go? What was the inspiration? It was in May. Me and my wife went over there and nice. it was more or less Pretty like, recent. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I felt like if I was going to put a product out there that was representing a certain area that I couldn't just act like I knew what I was talking about, I really needed to go and see it and taste it and breathe it in and experience it. Yeah. it. So I was like, you know, so we, we made it happen. We went over there and it was funny though because i reached out to a lot of bakers to see if they would let me see their process and they were like absolutely not really so many of them yeah i only had one guy wow. actually one guy responded that was it and wow. uh but he was awesome he's a fourth generation baker and it was funny because there was actually people in the bakery that were kind of upset that we were there as americans really? taking mm. pictures of stuff and they were just mm. like coming in yelling at him a german and he's like just calm down like wow uh, but it was i don't know it was a it was a really amazing experience yeah that's so cool. Hmm. How did how did you get that set up? I mean, you just you reached out and that was the the you know the spark. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just reached out to him and how I got to meet him. I mean, or mm-hmm. yeah, I was just reaching out to him on I think Instagram too. And uh, yeah, he's been very social media savvy. Okay. Compared to a lot of the other bakeries too, so I think he understood the benefit of having people come in and see it. And, and then you would rep his stuff over here kind exactly, of thing yeah. and give some shout outs. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's awesome, man. Yeah. What towns did you go to besides, like, where was this, this town where so this that was? So that was in Trossingen, which is, it's funny. So that's where the harmonica and the accordion and stuff were all invented. Oh, nice. So it's the Honer factories in that town. Trossingen? Trossingen? Yeah. Okay. I think, hmm. it, hopefully it's, it is now. I'm second guessing it because there's a lot of towns that are very similar in names, but yeah, I think it's Trossingen. Shout out Trossingen. Yeah. Right. And it's, it's a <laughs> sister it. city to where my family was from. So all my family came from Aldingen, which is in the Schwabian Alb which is mm-hmm. like the base of the Alps there in, in Germany. Mm. And uh, so, yeah, like my parent, my family was there from basically the, as far as I can find back, the 1100s to the, they left in the 1880s, but family continued to stay there for generations okay. up until the 1980s. Okay, okay. Wow. Yeah. yeah. 
all in the same tiny town. I so just, no more family there. I was going to say to get a chance to like, not that I could find, know. but that was the problem is like in that area, nobody really spoke English very oh, much. Yeah. Whereas like majority of Germany, everybody spoke really, really good English and mm-hmm. were very patient with us. But there, they were just kind of like, Nope. What are you trying to say? And I'm trying mm-hmm. to Google, Google translates. Like, I don't know what you're saying in Schwabian. So yeah, Schwabian yeah. not on here. Uh. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was an amazing time. Yeah, man. Wow. Well, I mean, you know, it sounds like you built such a network of people, you know, to get your product in all these different places. And, you know, you're talking about the incubator kitchen and um, what what is it like to work alongside other people that are kind of doing the same thing you're doing, but you're all kind of, because I imagine you're somewhat in this same shared yeah. space oh, working yeah. together, you're, right? You're, butt to butt sometimes in some yeah, ways. Yeah, that's I mean, amazing. I mean, how like it's, it's elaborate on that I a mean, little bit. I mean, it's incredibly uh, inspiring just because, so like as soon as I got there, I met Kate from North South Baking Company. Oh, yeah. Okay. And uh, like, first off, we like hit it off right away and we just talked Her about stuff is grains. killer. Oh, she's, she's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely and, killer. And uh, she, she taught me a lot. You know, she, yeah. she really kind of took me under her wing a little bit and helped me to understand where i could go with this and I, I mean yeah she's just she's brilliant and then she's got uh sarah that's there with her now too and they're just an awesome team mm-hmm. and then uh chloe's eatery uh curtis he's awesome and uh i mean there's just so many people i got to connect with gary mm-hmm. liebman from uh pickle pig was there mm-hmm. and yeah just a lot of really inspirational people that had gone through a lot of the you know the fix of the city and mm-hmm. they've been through you know all the different parts and i don't know it was just like this beautiful little band of pirates kind of just trying to make stuff <laughs> yeah, and right yeah. right right yeah because i mean you know we we get you you went you started at fireside and went catch a fire and then you know but i mean you gotta like you're making pretzels in your kitchen in your house and you know that's got to be one hell of a thought process to be like yeah i wonder if i can take this out you know what i mean like yeah. make that leap from just something i do at my house you know well, my wife's had to deal with this for years. I've always had <laughs> ridiculous, over-the-top dreams, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to go do this. And she's like, all right, I'll support you, that kind of thing. Because, oh, like, at one point, so, I thought, I mean, have you tried things? And, oh, yeah. yeah. Like, well, I mean, never really went to the as far, but, like, sure. I mean, there was a point where, funny enough, I was making mustards, mm, like, nice. hundreds of them, mm-hmm. and our fridge was just full of containers <laughs> of mustard. And she's just like, I can't even find the milk. This is stupid. Like, seriously? Yeah. And so, like, it, it, it was just getting bad. And, like, you know, and then at one point, I bought a food truck off of uh, Andrew Gomez. From, oh, wow. No yeah. shit. Uh, Gomez Tacos. Yep, and then, like, sure. it was this 1976 Chevy Step fan. It was just a shell. But, <laughs> yep, yep. you know, it sat in the back of our house just because every time I'd start saving up money, then we'd have a kid. So then we'd be like, all right, yeah. we'll put that on the back burner for a little bit longer. And then yeah. finally, I had to sell it. Mm-hmm. but yeah i mean mm. it was it was funny i mean she's just kind of always been there for me to you know like all right go ahead try it see what happens and then like this was the kind of the first one because i had people already buying a product where she was like all right i can see this actually going somewhere so then okay. it kind of just yeah has evolved organically in that way of just like you know it's i've found a person over here that really likes it and then they continue to buy it and then all right i don't know it's just uh I don't think I really thought it out as far as I probably should have, but it yeah. kind of worked out the way it did. So yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, people kind of help you up the ladder too. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's one thing I Absolutely. think we've realized. You know, 
Oh yeah. You don't expect that, I think. Mm-hmm. No, you, you do know. not. Yeah. You're kind of holy it's, shit. How many? It's funny gonna... how many people that really are. Yeah. This is the community mm-hmm. of Cincinnati. Like I don't know. Growing up, I remember like the music scene really wasn't mm-hmm. a supported scene. Like a lot of people went other to other cities to yeah. go do their thing. Yeah. I think the food world was kind of like that too. Like, but I feel like now it's really a time where everybody wants to support one another and really. Yeah help each other you know flesh it out whatever direction needs to go i agree yeah and you see it in the music scene as well absolutely yeah 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 that's part of what i I think we all love about this city the Mm -hmm. most really it's Mm -hmm. just the community here yeah 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 so what you know some dude making bread or i make salsa personally (laughs) right on um but you know what, what would you say to somebody kind of starting something off just out of their you know out of their kitchen what they they don't have a lot of resources. I would they say just have a, find that they one just thing. have a dream. Just find that one thing because I think that's where mm-hmm. a lot of the problems have come from: is people spreading themselves too thin, trying to do as many things to impress people. Whereas, like, if you can just do one thing and do it well and make mm-hmm. it your thing, I think you you know people are going to want that product. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter what happens; people are going to look for you because you're the croissant guy or you're oh, okay. the yeah. pumpkin pie guy or whatever it is. You, you know, found like, your niche. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Or you you blaze that trail right. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and mm-hmm. I'm pretty comfortable with it because at one point, I mean, I yeah. wanted to do like all different kinds of breads, but yeah. now I've gotten to this point. I'm like, I just really like doing pretzels and, mm-hmm. and variations of them. Like it's, you know, it's my thing. I think that's another yeah. thing too is if you if you see people that want that, if they're coming after, like you just mentioned, for that, yeah. right? And, you know, going down that particular rabbit hole is an okay thing. I mean, you can always make more bread, you know, on your own time or make a, a separate kind of project, right? Yeah, I mean. Absolutely. Yeah. And that, that could still be the worst. That can always still be there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And you right. even said that was kind of the more conventional route of a baker, right? Is to ha- not just do one oh, yeah. thing, but do a bunch of different stuff. And yeah. Yeah. I love that you and just some chose people's brains to... just don't work like that. You know, like, right, I, I right. think they, if, if it, you know, you're better at focusing on one thing, focus on it. If you, mm-hmm. if you'd like to do 3000 things at once, do that, you know, like, yeah. but yeah, I think that people just get intimidated by the, mm-hmm. the baking world or anything mm-hmm. else like the mm-hmm. chef world. Like, Mm-hmm. You know, it's just you know I need to uh, do all this different stuff right. and right. yeah, right. Right. right, yeah, right, right, yeah. I love you mentioned Gary earlier. Gary's I know Gary just uh, from different avenues, but I was at his. Uh, you're talking about Gary from the Pickle mm-hmm. Pig, yeah. Mm-hmm. I just went to a kimchi class that he was oh, yeah. doing a couple weeks ago, awesome. and it was it blew my mind. Are you gonna like just uh, the process of making it? You can do it at home and and all these things. So I mean, he's been. He's doing brilliant. some really cool yeah. stuff, yeah. I mean, he's honed those recipes, man. Like, there, I don't think there's a better crowd in the city. Like, I'm definitely yeah. up to have his, yeah. have his. Like, he's just everything he does. He's definitely, I don't know, just done it to death. And he's made, just a made solid it right. dude. Yes. I think, and I think it's it it makes me really happy that you know you're friends with him, and then that that community is mm-hmm. collaborating yeah. and all those things is some is that something you'd want to do like kind of like a how-to class kind of thing for the yeah that would be interesting once I, yeah. yeah once yeah. i get established maybe a little more i, I could definitely now, see I'm, that happen yeah so you don't want to give away your secrets like you know not just yet maybe i, 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 could, I could teach maybe <laughs> a little bigger first shaping huh? parts and stuff yeah yeah, yeah 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 man that's cool that's so awesome. what's uh if you don't mind giving away your vision, what's what's the the next few years looking like? What are you thinking? Uh, well, I mean, right now the the storefront, I more or less, I'm just gonna be open one day a week. We're gonna okay. try to mm-hmm. have just different kinds of pretzels, different kinds of mustards, uh, beer cheese, or different types of cheese dips, uh, sweet dips, stuff like that, compound butters. 
just different things to use with the pretzels. And then a do, you, do you, real quick, do you make all those dips uh, and stuff? All the you... dips, yes. I mean, I use a lot of like Urban Stead cheese and stuff in there. Oh, yeah. Pickle oh, pig, yeah. uh, kraut, and some of the butter. Nice. Make a kraut butter. And then, okay, uh, cool. Um, but so mustard wise, right now I'm just doing the one recipe because mustard seeds are so expensive. Like, really? <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Like it's it's hard to explain that to people because I think people are like, oh, how's my mustard? Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm like, oh, that's cheap, right? It. It's crazy. Yeah. So like, if you mess right. up a batch, you're losing a good amount of money on oh, that. So god, yeah. but the people that are making mustards, they're buying so much of it right. that they're mm-hmm. able to charge you know, six bucks per gallon. Where yep. I'm like, I can't even can't do that. Try to do that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Sorry so, to interject. Oh, I was no, you're curious. Good, man. Yeah. So I mean, more or less, it's that's what going to be i'm trying to feature local mustards mm-hmm. and stuff like that but uh overall everything else will be made by us and in, in-house we'll try to do a flam kuchen which is uh essentially the alsace Lorraine and uh german area they have this pizza there it's uh, it came from i guess bakers basically having extra dough they would roll it out add sour cream uh light cheese and uh some um uh black forest ham chunks and then onions and then basically just bake that off it's a thin crispy bread with just really good toppings and so we're gonna try to do one of those uh we'll try to wow. do uh the stuff called Libercost. i'm getting from avril blay and it's uh uh essentially schwabian like or southern germany bologna because they have it very too i can't call mm-hmm. it that but and then we'll try to do <laughs> a uh a schwabian potato salad which is without the mayo it's like a potatoes and a vinaigrette to some extent with mustard and uh, some other stuff. So. Oh, well, I'm hungry now. Yeah, right. Yeah. This all sounds really, really good. <laughs> so yeah, we're going to start with that, and then over the next Will few you have years... beer at your oh, yeah. bakery? Yeah, yes! Have... Yes! Yeah, oh, have... yeah? Oh, Four, awesome. We're going to try to focus on German beers. Like, I was wanting to kind of do... I'll, I'll probably do, like, some local German styles, and mm-hmm. then some actual beers imported from Germany. Very cool. Uh, and then we'll probably have some bottles available. We'll have four mm-hmm. taps, and then we'll have uh, some bottles, cans available, stuff like that. Um you just got Braxton right down the street there. Yeah, kind of yeah. Maybe, hopefully yeah man. Yeah, I actually just found out they're my cousins, too. It's funny. Oh, yeah. what? what? <laughs> Through the genealogy thing, we've kind of... Wow. Like, oh, no kidding. Like no third cousins or something. Well, yeah. there's your end. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> hey, fam, what's up? <laughs> so you want to sponsor this? Yeah. It's a bit. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I'm hoping like over the next few years, I really want... Like, cause right now I have no patio area or any place to like sure. hang out in, in Germany. It's such a big thing to be able to mm-hmm. eat and beer play, garden, you know, garden. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, I mean, that's definitely the future. I would say down the road next few years, I want to yeah. maybe look for a place where I can have that outdoor space. I definitely want to stay in Covington, mm-hmm. but I just want to be able yeah. to like maybe flesh out like a, a mini version of a Hofbrau house kind of thing without the brewery to some extent, sure. like, you know, just something where people can gather and, you know. I love that concept, man. Yeah, just focusing on on German beer in in particular. I mean, yeah. that's I think that's a home run in this city. Yeah, I'm hoping I mean, so. Honestly, oh hell yeah, that'll yeah. totally. I feel like I'll have those guys that are going to come in. Like, where's my hops? So, <laughs> like, so we'll see. They just need to buy into the. You need just have like one token IPA or something like yeah, that. Yeah, probably. You know? I think so. It's like it's your hops yeah, and shit. But they can get their Berliner Weisses and their Gozes and stuff. I mean, those are all German, so kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, man, I know it's. Uh, you know, thinking big, but but I feel like the West Side is an untapped market. So for yeah. sure, you Covington, yeah, oh, mothership, yeah. but satellite, yeah. I feel like what you're talking about. Honestly, what you're talking about right now, I think that that oh, you're yeah. talking about solid West Side Germanic folk. Yeah, mm-hmm. they might they might love that that action. Have to look into I it, then. So, man. Right. Just saying, I would, yeah. yeah. I'll be your idea. partner. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you, guys. Uh, That was awesome. Yeah. 
great great talking with you man yeah and i know we've kind of covered it a little bit throughout the the interview but just one more time just where what's the most direct way people can get a hold of you your product uh i mean we have our facebook our instagram okay. uh i mean you can always call us if you want to order 859-835-2171 uh if you want to come to our shop which will eventually be open hopefully in the yeah. coming weeks Keep depending your... on you know yeah. everything that's happening uh that's going to be located at 212 West Pike Street in Covington, Kentucky. Okay. So, yeah, right now we got the stickers on the windows, so if you drive past, you'll see it. But okay. Nice. Good. So, good, 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 good. Tuba Baking Company. So what is the the Instagram? It sounds like that is the... It's Tuba Baking Co., I think. Tuba okay. Baking Co. on Instagram. Yeah. Okay. Instagram. And then same on Facebook, yeah, Twitter, so. et cetera, et cetera. I haven't Do you really have done anything email? with Twitter yet, but yeah. Uh, TubaBakingCo at Yahoo.com. Okay. All right. Yeah. If people want to place an order, can they do so at that yeah. email? Yeah, you can. It's probably the best way to go about it. Or you can right. text or call that number, too, if you want. And, okay. Wow. Yeah. I feel like there's you're going to have more people that want those pretzels. So yeah. you want to get it in the <laughs> right place. I think so, yeah. Right on. Cool. Right. Well, oh, wait. I forgot a place. It's yes, so, sir. Crafts and Vines in Covington. Crafts and Vines. Crafts and Vines. Yes. All right, cool. Yeah. What is that? It's a... Uh, wine bottle shop type thing and mm. uh yeah they have like small bites every so often but they're on main stretch right there and mm-hmm. didn't want to leave them out yeah all right <laughs> so just quick rundown so besides uh drew's main shop in covington there's also catch a fire which is inside of Matry yes. uh brewery in oakley mm-hmm. there is Westside brewery mm-hmm. um which is in westwood ohio yep just quick drive from downtown you got Urban Stead Cheese mm-hmm. in Evanston slash Walnut Hills. Yeah, you got Fireside in Walnut Hills. Yeah. You got, um, what am I forgetting? Nine Giant Pleasant Nine Ridge. Nine Giant Pleasant Ridge. My Cher favorite. Share Pleasant Ridge. Share uh, Cheese Bar, yep. Yep. Okay. And then uh, we got Street Side over in Columbia, Tusculum. And uh, Crafts and Vine in Covington. And I feel like I'm leaving somebody out again, but yeah, hopefully I'm not. <laughs> well, hopefully there'll be more. So, yeah. But we right, want to say yeah. thank you to you, Drew. I mean, yes, sir. I think this really highlights that we like to talk about, you know, Cincinnati and greater Cincinnati area, and this fits right in with that. Right on. And we hope that you find some new places to to hit up and, you know, become part of your family. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Yeah, uh, you. you can find us at easymojobaby.com. And then uh, give us that subscribe, give us the like, give us a, a positive review. We appreciate all those things. Yes. Share with your friends. Thank you to Drew one more time. And that's it. We're out. See you next time. See y'all. Thank you.